Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life, because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we speak to small cap CEOs right after they put out important news with us. We're happy to have him back, Aras Azadian. He's CEO of Avicana Inc., trades on the TSX big board under the stock symbol AVCN. And for our friends in the U.S., again, on the big board OTC, that's the OTCQX AVCNF. For those of you new to the story, it's going to be a lot of you because we've just started with the company over the last month. Uh, Avicana is a vertically integrated biopharma company that's delivering and developing, you know, cannabinoid-based products, and they're doing it for the global marketplace. I know that sounds like a lot, a lot of lip service, but they've got exposure to all four verticals. On the consumer side, they've got the only known CBD cosmetics uh, the brand that's backed by actual clinical trials. Uh, on the medical cannabis side, you're going to hear that they've launched nationwide in Canada uh, with, the online, with the online arm of Shoppers Drug Mart. Uh, on their pharma side, three of their products are already as far as phase two and their cultivation, which you're gonna hear more about today, 500,000 square feet, USDA certified organic cannabis cultivation in Colombia. Right now, one of their claims to fame is that they, uh, they have the first ever export of feminized uh, hemp seeds from Colombia to the US. Uh, that was a big sale. So. More is happening. Here to talk about is Aras. Welcome back, Aras. Thanks for having me back. Let's talk. There's two press releases that we're going to be talking today. Let's talk about the first one, the numbers. I think that's important. Avicana reported second quarter, uh, its Q2 numbers recently. Here's what I love. You actually reported sequential. Very few people do that. Q1 to Q2, 172% sequential. Year over year, 4,200%. So before we get into the numbers and dive a little bit into them, how are you guys feeling and how does this validate Avicana where you've been telling your shareholders that you're going to be delivering? Well, we feel very good, obviously, to be progressing. I mean, we, we, we always have been a biotech company and we've been focused on the pharmaceutical applications. But when we saw where the industry is trending and, and, and sort of the access to capital and the cost for capital is going up, we realized that we need to pivot to some extent to make the company cash flow positive and less reliant on fundraising. So we started that process Q4-19 um, and it was, it was really a, a, a three-fold process. It was let's lower costs and we went in Q4 from, from roughly $8 million in, in expenses to Q1 where costs was about $4 million into Q2 where cost was about two point nine. So you're seeing a progressive reduction of costs because yeah. one, we're done build out, we're done a lot of our R&D, we are now in a commercial state, but also we realize that we need to become a lot more self-sufficient. And then in parallel, what we've done is we started commercializing our products that we spent years developing. Gotta you know, do so that. Gotta do it. And, and again, it, I explained that last time, 
the product life cycle for Avicana is a lot different than your typical weed company. We don't grow flour, put it in a bag and sell it. That, that's quite easy. We take flour, we extract it, we isolate it in some cases. We then put them into formulations that we spend years developing that we've done preclinical and clinical development on. We then do the branding and the marketing and then put that into a retail or a pharmacy chain. That takes a very long time. And we are now at the stage where we have launched these products in a few markets and we're launching much more as we, as, as we progress. So what you're starting to see on these revenues increasing and increasing and the cost decreasing and decreasing is because we're done the development. We're now in revenue. We're now in commercial state. Yeah. And, and every quarter you're going to see more and more business models get activated in more and more markets because our products are competitive. Our products are proprietary. Our products are unique. It's not flour in a bag. So the more and more markets we get into, you're going to continue to see that revenue spike up. And because we're quite lean from an operations point of view, it doesn't take a lot for us to be profitable. You know, our burn is quite low and, and we, we've spent a lot of resources and time and energy to be where we are today. And more than just lip service for everyone home. So you've, you did just over $700,000 in revenue uh, for Q2, but that really does include the fact that, and you know, this is, this is putting your money where your mouth is, you successfully launched the medical, your, your first medical cannabis products nationwide through Shoppers Drug Mart online. So let's talk about that. Is that a full rollout or is that staggering products? And as a result, you're just going to be getting stronger and stronger as, as time moves on. It's staggered, but um, so in the, the, the numbers in Q2 didn't include that. Yeah, of you know? course. So, that's, so that's the numbers in Q2 time. didn't include that. We, we launched about a month ago in, in Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. We launched with our two initial SKUs that were oil drops, highly, highly bioavailable products that taste good. They act better. They perform better. Um, and we've had a, a very successful launch with that, with, with Shoppers Drug Mart. That's the feedback and that's the analytics that we're getting. Next week, we launched two additional SKUs of, uh, of products and we're shortly after that we'll be launching the, the topical products then shortly after that will be capsules so there's a pipeline of products that actually comes after that which is transdermal patches and tablets and and with this is very different than a consumer or recreational product these are medical so we're converting patients we're converting physicians we're educating them training physicians to actually prescribe our products and the fact that we've had a very good early start is a very good sign as to the potential of, of where this is going to go yeah, you guys have gone out of your way to give doctors as much, you know, evidence, you know, evidence-based product to make it comfortable for them to prescribe as opposed to what was going on in 1.0 where doctors were, were terrified of that. Are you, you kind of hinted at it, Aras, uh, but so far on the first rollout with the micro drops, uh, are you happy? Uh, and you don't have to give us specifics. I mean, we'd love it if you could, but I don't think you can, but has the rollout with the micro drops so far been as expected or better than expected? Um, it's been better than expected. I can say that um, by us and by, by shoppers. Both teams are pretty excited about the early results, especially because this is a sticky, long process. The, the sticky part is good because once you get a patient and they like the product, they're going to continue to use that product and they're going to sure. refer it. And once you get a physician and they start prescribing your product, they're likely going to prescribe it to other patients. So the fact that in the first few weeks we had that type of uh, response was incredible for us. I mean, it, it, but that, that's, I think, three, four years of 
product development and three, four years of reputational development. We're very well respected in Canada. We are certainly thought leaders on the research clinical R&D side. And, and we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, the fruits of that labor come in, right? We're seeing physicians, hospitals, uh, uh, clinicians, clinics say, you know what? I, I just want to recommend Avicana's product because you guys are medical. You're only medical, you know, and I feel comfortable. And I, I've been saying this for a very long time. Right now, less than 5% of physicians are prescribing cannabis. And it's because the physicians are not very happy with the Canadian licensed producers. Maybe some of them lost money in their investments. but I, <laughs> Or more important, they just don't want to make sure they don't actually get their customer. Look, do no harm, right? That's the number one rule. That's the number doctor. one. So they're not comfortable. Why are, we on, why are only 5% of physicians prescribing? Why, are, why is only 1% of Canadians using medical cannabis? You know, as a society, we're quite open to it. So it's because they don't feel comfortable. They don't want to prescribe from the same company that sells joints. So we are, we provide, a, you know, sort of a, an, an opportunity to actually have dose controlled, consistent, stable products that are strictly for medical use. And we provide the education and the training that goes with it. And no one has really done that in Canada. No one has actually taken that position. So we believe we're going to increase that market share. You know, we're going we're gonna to target the physicians that are naive, that are not prescribing, patients that are naive, the, the old lady that, you know, would probably benefit from it, but it doesn't feel comfortable to smoke a joint, you know. Aras, so, my mom is a classic example. You know, she's older, she's got the aches and pains, she got arthritis in the knees and all that. And I've been waiting for something like this because I had the same concerns you did, right? So, yeah. you know, it won't be long until I'm visiting that with my mom, my mother-in-law, people are older right? And say, hey, we can feel comfortable with this. Let's, yeah. let's do it, right? So there's no doubt about it. And, uh, and just to be clear, because you kind of said it earlier, I want for everyone at home, Q2, you're coming out with your sublingual sprays and, and the topical products, sorry, Q3. Q3 and will be the sublingual is the capsules. Sprays. Q4 is a capsule. So you, Q, people yeah, can be able to take Q3. it any way they want. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, end of Q3 will be topicals, beginning of Q4 will be topicals, and then capsules, and then there's the pipeline. There's sublingual tablets, oral tablets, transdermal patches. We're, we're, we're just getting started. You know, we, we've done all this development work for years. Now it's the commercialization. So that's the other thing, right? Like, what, like I, I know $700,000 is not a lot of revenue, but it is to a company that has just began commercialization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, right? Not, so, you're, you're right at the beginning of the, of the this, is, this is the ideal time for investors because you're right at the commercialization stage after years of R&D. We talked about in the last interview, the tortoise and the hare. You know, George Cannabis ran out there as fast as possible, stumbled all over himself trying to get sales and share price up, but they failed. So many big failures, epic failures. Whereas Avicana was the tortoise, slow, do it right, measure three times, cut once. And now you're just at the beginning of that. I, I, I'm really yeah. excited. But staying with, staying with the medical cannabis with, RA, with, with your role Fido, right? You're not totally stopping because you're participating, you're, not, you're participating in a medical cannabis, you call it real world evidence uh, study, a clinical study with the, uh, and I'm going to read it here, the University Health Network. Yep. What's, that, what's that about? What's the, what's the main objective there? So UHN is the biggest uh, medical institution in Canada. UHN, the University Health Network, consists of, you know, Princess Margaret Cancer Center, uh, Toronto General Hospital, and it's, it's all the major, major hospitals here, which are down the street for us, right? Like we are in the center of that. We collaborate with all those physicians. 
So Shoppers Drug Mart and UHN collaborated to put together a real world evidence trial, which means real patients buying real products are already approved, which includes Avicanos. It's a select group of companies that are participating. And we're going to be measuring 2000 patients and how it affects specific comorbidities. So we're going to look at pain, anxiety, depression specifically. And we're involved in that trial. We're one of the few companies that are. But in addition to that, how we're many companies, involved. Can you tell us how many companies are? I think it's four or five. That's, that's yeah, big so. to be part of that small a group. Yeah, they're all multi-billion dollar sort of Canadian licensed producers. We're not a Canadian licensed producer. We're a biotech company in Canada that is launched in Canada. There's, there's a difference. I don't have a massive Canadian infrastructure of indoor grow-ups, et cetera, but I'm still selling products to, to the medical community and, and patients now. In addition to that, we have another four or five clinical trials that are in a very similar setting. So because our products are now approved, I don't have to go through the, the typical phase one, phase two, phase three, just to start generating data. We're taking that pharmaceutical pathway, but in parallel, I get to now give physicians and patients access to my products and monitor them in, in particular therapeutic indications and see how well these products work. So example, Let's say there's a, there's a physician that is an expert at epilepsy. He can start recommending our products to his epileptic patients and we can monitor them and we can see which dose, which titration, which delivery worked the best. Invaluable. That data is very strategically valuable because that data then becomes marketing material to go to the medical community and say, hey, look how well the raw products work for epilepsy in this particular dose or delivery. And in addition to that, it allows us to then get a little bit more specific and increase the probability of success on the pharmaceutical side, you know, so, and we're doing this while we're selling products. So it, it, it's, it's, again, most investors, unfortunately, are not looking under the hood to, to see the value of these type of things we're doing. They are now, very... they are now, that's why we're doing this, right? I mean, look, you've got the best of the best, you got four to five companies have been invited and you've got the best of the best of the, of the health network of the hospitals that are, that are running this, right? Well, 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 George, it's a little bit better than that because the best of the best and the four or five companies is one study. The other studies that I was referring to range from epilepsy to Parkinson's and IBD right. and Crohn's. Those are only us. Those, that's Avicana with the top medical institutions in Canada. Ah, okay. So we're yeah, alone in those. Those are just you. Those are just us. And that's because those institutions yeah. do not want to work with recreational companies. Buddy, what they, for everyone at home, look, what does that say, right? You can infer, you can read between the lines there, right? You can read between the lines when the best hospitals in the city, essentially the best hospital in the country are saying, no, we just want to work with Avicana on these specific initiatives. Yeah. No, it, 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 that's a point of pride for us. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't have to, if you, if for anyone who's an investor, you don't have to struggle at that point with due diligence and say, essentially the hospitals by inference are doing the due diligence for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, 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 the tests and trials still have to happen, but they're saying, no, Avacan is the one we want to work with. If they're saying that, then, you know, that, that really helps, that really knocks down the, the, any hurdles related to due diligence and worrying about these things. And you have to consider that these these are like Sick Kids Hospital, UHN, yeah. General Hospital, Mount Sinai Hospital. These are major, major global leaders in particular, you know, indications, and they're quite conservative in nature. So it's not like these oh, are yeah. it's a small clinic and they're getting paid, you know, they're getting, for example, commission from selling our products. No, these are people that are saying, look, I believe in the potential of cannabinoids. I like to study it, but I'm only willing to do that with Avicana. 
Powerful. Powerful, man. Let's switch over to, uh, let's move from Canada into the U.S. Yep. You announced this partnership with Red, White, and Bloom. I've seen this partnership, you know, distribution for the U.S., right? Yeah. And I've seen a lot of these over the past 18 months, couple of years. ABC Cannabis partnering with George Co. Cannabis, and, you know, they're going to make magic happen. Nothing comes of these things, right? Yep. Sometimes I think it's almost like, Let's just get a deal done, put it on paper, announce it because our, our stock price would go up. What's yeah. different about your deal is, okay, uh, Red, White & Bloom is a multi-state operator, right? But yeah. they're paying $250,000 upfront and there's a $250,000 minimum order, correct? Yeah. That speaks, so, yeah. that speaks volumes to me that this isn't just, all right, let's announce a press release with with George Com distribution, just so we can pretend we're showing investors something. This is real. If they're paying you two hundred fifty thousand dollars up front, what does that say about their confidence level and what they're going to be able to distribute for for Avacan in the U.S.? So I think you nailed it. I mean, we one. I think the, I hope the audience starts noticing that we actually do what we say. You know, we we are not promoters. We we really do execute and. Pura, which is the line they, they, they have exclusivity to, is, in my, our opinion, and based on what we can find, the most advanced skincare line using CBD in the world. It's the only one that has clinical trials. We spend years developing it. And I have a very good relationship with the Red, Run, and Bloom guys, especially the CEO, Brad. I've, I've known him for many years within the sector, and he did a great job in, in, uh, in Cantrus prior to he wasn't there for the bad parts, you know, and, and, and Spectrum, which was, which was Metrum. So he knows, he knows the, the quality and the research that has gone into the, to these products. And he wanted to tackle it in, in, in the U.S., which I think is a great idea for us because we are more of an intellectual property company. Of course, I created Pura, and I think it's a tremendous brand and product line, but I don't have the bandwidth today to prioritize that into the U.S. market. But Brad and those It would cost you way too much. It would take way too much time. They just, it, that would be almost impossible. Yeah, and, and the opportunity cost of not commercializing it when it's the best product out there for skincare using CBD, is, it would have been a shame. So this partnership is very beneficial to both of us because he has access to that market. He knows how to commercialize these type of products and his team are there and they have the infrastructure and they have the capital to do it. We have the formulations in the product, you know, so are they, were they willing to put their money where their mouth was? Well, we, we, we certainly wouldn't have done a deal without some sort of licensing deal because I don't want, we, I don't think those guys would have done it for the press release anyways, but we are not doing deals for press releases. We're trying to pick partners and we're doing very similar deals for Pura elsewhere in the world now, because my comment is I've done my part. The product line is developed. It's leading. You want to sell it in your particular market. You want exclusivity, put your money where your mouth is. And look for everyone at home. Remember the practicality of this too. If a company, look, if, if I had, if a Gorecom had to do a, a licensing deal or partnership deal with somebody, I had to put up $250,000. I've got to presume for me to put up $250,000 of my cash that I'm going to be able to, I don't do a million to a million and a half of profit for myself at least yep. in a year. Otherwise, what's the point, right? I'm not going to pay, I'm not going to pay Avicana a $250,000 licensing fee to make 400 grand and net out at 150 grand or something like that. It's just, it's not the way it works. That's no. the practicality side. So if someone's putting up 250 grand and telling you another 250 grand in minimum, uh, you probably can't give us a number. So I'm not going to ask, but red, white, and bloom, 
they see a they're not fools, right? They they know they're gonna make a lot of money off this. This is um, nationwide, right? This is over the counter CBD cosmetics. This is not a not a dispensary product. This yep. is gonna be e-commerce, big box retail. Think about the size in the US. We are talking about the best cosmetic skincare line with cannabinoids today available over the counter. You can walk into Walgreens and buy it at some point, right? And that's where the, this deal is about. It's about the potential of taking this to a real commercial industrial level. Yeah, and how, uh, how powerful is that for you guys that have a Canada to know that you now have exposure to the US market and you're not putting up the ridiculous amounts of money it costs to hire a direct, a direct sales team. Exactly. You're not putting up the ridiculous amount of, amount of money it takes to actually put marketing behind to, to create a brand, right? So this is all upside. And uh, I'm really excited about this relationship. It's early. Can you tell us about where, where, you know, how this is progressing already? Are they moving fast? Are you able to give us, I know it's early, but anything yeah. you can tell us about that would, would be appreciated if, if you have it. Well, we've been working on this for a long time. So, I mean, we, we're, we're done with the label designs and the printing. The manufacturing is already done. We're, we, we're shipping the first samples out this week. We're, we're doing the first uh, pilot export uh, out of Colombia. This is where these products are manufactured, actually. Uh, it's U.S. CBD, uh, but it's, it's the, the final packaging and manufacturing is done in Colombia. We're going to be doing the first export within the next 30, 40 days, like industrial one. Um, and then we're already starting to roll it out. So you'll, we'll have re revenue generated out of this in Q4. And it takes a longer time to get to the big box retailers, of course, but we're going to start with e-commerce. We're going to start with some smaller retailers and we're going to start, you know, kind of snowball affect this, the brand development, the launch, but we're, we're already rolling through this. This is, this is not a, a, a PR. This is the real transaction. No, and, it is. and that's why I brought the down payment. That's why I brought the licensing fee. That told me, yeah, this is different. This isn't, all right, let's just hire on George Com in the U.S. and hope and pray that, and, and George doesn't really have a commitment to it and he's going to loosely going to, and if it doesn't work quickly, it falls apart. This is serious stuff. You know, right. $250,000 cash. I don't care what business you are. You're not giving away $250,000 in cash unless you think you're going to get that back in multiples, right? Because right. of all the energy time it takes. So I'm excited about that. I can't wait to see where that, to me, that's probably the most exciting part of this, uh, of, of what we're talking about today. Uh, I, I, I'm very yeah. excited about the potential of that just because of the size of the market. Yeah. And we're talking about the U.S. And we last week exported to the U.S. CBG. So we started extracting and isolating the rare cannabinoids out of Colombia and exported that. So we, we're starting to get more and more exposure into the U.S. market, which is the biggest. Um, so with the cosmetics, with Pura, through Red, Red and Bloom. We're working on a number of other deals in the U.S. already. We're now exporting raw materials. We're now exporting seeds into the U.S. Yeah, this so is the cultivation side for a at home. This is the great yeah. part about how we're talking vertically integrated. We start off with medical cannabis. Then we talked about the cosmetics, derma, you know, uh, derma side. And now we're in the cultivation side where you're talking about seed being exported into the U.S. And, and CBG and raw materials. So not just seed, but we're talking about purified CBD. Right. And let's and talk about CBG for everyone at home. Just give everyone a quick 30 second reminder. We all know CBD isolates, but CBG, uh, just a little 30 second. Yeah, of course. So we were the first, we, we made the first ever, again, from our understanding, historic export out of Colombia last week of purified CBG into the United States. CBG is another non-psychoactive cannabinoid, such as CBD. However, 
it's actually got higher affinity to some of the endocannabinoid receptors, which means it has, it's more effective than CBD. But historically, it was a very rare cannabinoid, which means you wouldn't find much of it in a plant. CBD, you can have 10, 20% in, in, in the flowers. THC, more than 20 in the flower. Sure. CBG was always 0 0.1, 0 0.2. We have developed a genetic through, through DNA-led breeding that gives us about 17% CBG. So we're cultivating that commercially, we're extracting that commercially, we're isolating that and crystallizing that commercially, and we are now exporting that. And last week we exported to three different clients in the United States an industrial export of CBG. We had purified CBG, which was a super rare cannabinoid and has, now it's been commercially exported. So on the raw material side, we're not competing at a commodity level with CBD anymore. We're only working on THC, CBG, CBC, and seeds. So we're, we're doing the high margin, ultra proprietary uh, sort of uh, less competitive areas. So that's what we accomplished. Yeah, you're not in the commodity space. No, I mean, everything we do is science-based, right? So even on the cultivation side, we took a pretty strategic approach to looking at the high margin, more, less competitive, more proprietary products. And that's what that export was. Is the export into the U.S., is that, is that business uh, going as expected, slower, better? How's, how is that side coming along in terms of progress? and, and It's pace? just starting. Um, um, it's just starting. But I mean, the, I think people underestimate how, how difficult it is to navigate through the regulations of cannabinoids at a global level. So these exports, like I, 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 we made the CBG export. Everyone was like, well, what was the value of that? Ah, thirty, forty $40,000. That doesn't move the needle. But my point is I officially exported cannabis derivatives from Colombia with the federal government approval into the United States of America. And as a TSX company had to show every part of that transaction. And I used tracking and tracing systems with TrueTrace. Who the hell has done that? You know, and think about the value of that as a, as a concept, as a milestone, not just share on the revenue, because now I can do larger orders. That was the first one, right? That was the pilot. So being the able value. to get through the door is the million dollar value there. It's not the dollar amount, just the exactly. fact that you're able to, the federal government is allowing Avicana, right, to export into, from Colombia into the U.S. That's so two federal governments. How hard is that to do? Yeah. Two federal governments and the Toronto Stock Exchange had to basically approve this process. You've also, you also sold uh, some CBD isolate into Germany. Yeah, that was a very small amount. It was a pilot, but it was uh, the TSX basically makes us press release every single export we make to any country, at least the first time. So even if I ship 10 grams to Canada, well, which oh, we did. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't, why is that considered material under the TSX where they say, hey, everybody should know if you're shipping? It's a way of validating that what we're doing is federally legal from all the jurisdictions we operate in. So you're basically screaming out loud, I exported cannabis products from Colombia to this country, and I'm sure that what I did was legal, and here's the proof I press release it. Well, congratulations. And uh, Ras, this is no, this interview once again should prove to everybody at home that Avicana is truly vertically integrated. I, I know so many companies try and make that claim loosely, they, but we just talked about going to reverse the cultivation side, right? 500,000 500, square feet of cultivation space in, 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 in Colombia where, where you're USDA certified organic, 
right? At the same time, so that's happening. Uh, we now know that your cosmetics product has a serious partner and you have the medical cannabis side with the most, with the best partner you could possibly have in Canada nationwide shoppers, drug mart, they're online, obviously the online cannabis. So congrats, congratulations to what you guys are doing. There's no doubt about to me where, where it's the only question now for Avicana is not a question of if anymore, that's off the table. Now it's just a question of how big. And for people who are watching this at home, don't, don't treat Avicana press release to press release. Start looking six months, 12 months, and 24 months out because those are the milestones. They're already in shoppers. Let's see how that does in six months. Yeah. You know, they're in the US. Let's see how that goes in 12 months. You got to give that a little more time, right? Absolutely. And then the, you got the whole program 24, but 6, 12, 24, man. And, and looks, I would add good. one. It was good, Aras. No, and I appreciate that, George. And I think that's why we're excited because we are now at a position at a time where we have de-risked the company. As a biotech biopharma company, the moment you commercialize in various markets, it's completely de-risked because your R&D's worked, your preclinicals worked, your tech transfer and manufacturing has worked, you found your supply chain, you found your manufacturing partner, you found your distribution partner, you, felt, you built your brand, you have a recognition. We've done all of that. We're now at the stage where we start reaping some of those benefits. And because of the conditions of the market, the pressure has made the company uh, become a lot more self-sufficient, self-reliant. And we've, we've turned Avicana into a biotech biopharma company that is diverse in revenue and sustainable, which is which you don't have in the biopharma world ever. You know, So we've taken a very, very uh, strange but unique approach that I think will make us sustainable throughout the shakeout of this industry. Yeah, and I got to tell you, the amount of work you put in, because I really have an understanding of it as an objective third party, because you know people at home can say, well, what else is Ras going to say? Man, to get all of these, all these pieces together over the last three years, and to do it while you're watching, let's face it, a bunch of run and gun, you know, George Co. cannabis, who with $500 million market caps, really doing nothing but investing a ton of money in stock promotion, right. had to be frustrating, and yet, you guys stayed the course. You said, we're going to do this our way. We know where this industry is going to be in the next 10, 15 years. So if we got to wait two, three years to do it right, but you, you guys are there and you should be very proud of what you guys, I'm proud to be, to be, you know, part of the team representing you guys. I really mean this because I can talk to anybody, anybody watching me talk, you know, anybody I speak to about Avicana just sees in my eyes, right? It's not a story. It's, uh, it's we really real. appreciate that. Love it. Congratulations. And uh, maybe you and your team can get some, some well-earned rest this Labor Day long weekend, Aras, because it's going to be crazy for you after this, right into the next, right into the, right into the end of the year. Absolutely. No, thanks a lot, George. Really appreciate it. And happy to be on these calls. Yeah. Love it. And uh, keep it up. Yeah, all of us are cheering for you guys and can't wait to see what's next. You've been uh, watching, or if you've been tuning in by podcast, listen to, Aras Azadian, he's CEO of uh, Avicana, trades on the big board TSX, out of the stock symbol AVCN, and for our friends in the U.S., on the big board over-the-counter market, that's the OTCQX under AVCNF, and even in Frankfurt under ONN for our friends in Europe. Uh, you've heard uh, what Aras had to say. Your job now, 
trust me guys do your due diligence cannabis has gone through some you know some some tribulations over the last 15 months we've seen that before remember the dot-com days that crazy valuations people running over each other and then that crash because reality didn't fit you know what the actual valuations were up to but the next wave is going to come and this is going to last an eternity because the market is no longer rewarding George Co. cannabis. Those guys are out. They're not getting any attention, financing, nothing. The market is going to pay attention to the real companies. And, uh, and this is going to be a 10, 20 year run for the cannabis industry. There's no doubt about what medical is going to do. There's no doubt about what the pharma side is going to do. It's going to penetrate our lives. Avicana, don't look back and say, I could have had Avicana in 2020 and didn't take it seriously. Do your due diligence. Appreciate you all tuning in and have a great, safe uh, Labor Day long weekend. Talk to you next time.